0: Welcome to a standalone edition of Unsupervised Learning. In the standalone series, I explore single topics, either by reading an essay or going through a stream of consciousness exploration of an idea. In this episode, I'll be reading my essay called, If You Believe Nothing, You Can Be Convinced of Anything. There's a crisis in the information security community right now around the Russian hacking attribution issue. The short version is that people have sort of screwed themselves into simultaneously believing nothing and everything. Number one, Putin is Russian. He's ex-KGB. He's been sanctioned nearly to death for a very long time, and he's really upset about it. Number two, the U.S. government, as well as private companies, have been watching Russian hackers for years. We have key people and key groups identified. We have a good idea of how they operate and the traces that they leave. Number three... There are dozens or hundreds of small pieces of circumstantial and secondhand evidence about the TTPs that are used, about the possible motives, about observed communication styles by the various players, and most of these point to Russia. Number four, some pretty smart people like the Gruck, Brian Krebs, and many others have no direct interest in agreeing with the Russian hack narrative. Yet after hours of analysis, And looking at all the available information, they seem to pretty obviously think it was Russia. Number five, our own government comes out and says they're pretty much in agreement across multiple agencies that Russia did it. And they've released multiple official reports that make that opinion very clear. Yet despite all of this, we have people in the information security community who discard it all and call it all garbage. They say it's POC or nothing. So either government gives up direct evidence that proves it was Russia, or they feel compelled to believe it's false. Separate but related question, if you're that skeptical of the government, why would you even believe their evidence anyway? Do you need some globally authenticated and agreed upon truth before you'll accept what seems to be obvious information? Anyway, their narrative for the skepticism is just as bad as the doubt itself. It's things like, POC or GTFO. I'm tired of being lied to by the government. I don't trust anything our government says. This is normal for foreign states to hack each other. We hack other people's elections all the time. This is just fair play coming back to us. Let's set aside the fact that a lot of these aren't refutations of the actual narrative, but instead reasons not to care if the narrative is true. What's far more disturbing, though, is where it takes us if we follow this anti-U.S. rhetoric to its conclusion. Here are some examples. The U.S. is a colonialist and evil country. The U.S. lies to its people constantly. Russia is trying to survive, leave them alone. Who's to say that Putin is evil, but Obama is good? Think of how many Iraqis have died because of the U.S., What does good even mean anymore in a country that supports so much war around the world? Maybe Russia is evil, but they aren't any worse than we are. Maybe Russia is just trying to help themselves by initiating peace. Maybe what Putin wants for America is better than what our own leaders want for America. Maybe Trump and Putin are protecting America from itself. And here's the best one. Putin is the leader that America really needs. He's strong, he's decisive, he's willing to get the job done. He's the best thing for America since Reagan, and a 1000% better for America than Obama. Put that in a Fox News poll and see what you get, and get ready to throw up in your mouth. So here's the issue. Is it true that the US has done some horrific, nasty things? Absolutely. Is it true that it's still doing some of these things? Absolutely as well. Does it influence elections in foreign countries? Yes, it does. Is it hypocritical for us to do all of these things and then get upset when Russia does something similar to us? Probably. But here's the tricky piece. Does this make the US just as evil as any other country? Do we now have moral equivalence between the U.S. and Russia and Iran and China and ISIS? No. So what's the difference? What makes us better or worse if we're all admittedly doing some pretty nasty stuff? Well, once you understand the answer to that, you can start to figure out which narratives to believe and which to discard. Russia has the RT network. It's basically state propaganda. Assange seems to be on staff at RT at this point, perhaps due to his increasingly precarious legal position. But the one thing we cannot do is accept that Putin RT Assange narrative is equal to the narrative of the FBI, DHS and NSA. That's plainly ridiculous. If you believe that, then you'll believe anything. Here's a hypothetical from Putin. You probably heard that I went into the Ukraine. I didn't. That was Clinton controlling the left-wing media to create sanctions against me based on untrue information. I sent one tank to Ukraine a while back, and it was just to help out some Ukrainian soldiers who were under fire from ISIS. That's all it was. So what's a good information security person to do with a claim like this? Well, imagine another piece of info coming from the Pentagon in a public statement. This is false. We have monitored Russian movements and have confirmed with satellite photos and captured communications that they are in fact in Ukraine. The Russian response? Nope. Wasn't me. So evidently, if you're a solid InfoSec person, you have to question everything, right? The NSA says Russia's in Ukraine but there are a bunch of liars probably perpetrating some sort of plan to steal data from domestic us people like Snowden warned us about they can't be trusted. The photos can be faked, right? Putin is possibly a liar as well, but I do know that media is pro Clinton and Clinton hates Putin. So I guess Putin isn't in Ukraine. Here's Putin again. Dear Americans, I'm Christian. Obama is a Muslim who wants to kill all American Christians and replace them with Syrian refugees who will bomb your churches. I'm Christian. Russia is Christian. I'm going to send over some aircraft carriers full of Christmas presents. Turn in your guns into the local Russian embassy and go wait for the Russian troops, I mean presents, to arrive. And here's a Trump supporter responding to that. See. This is the type of leadership that Obama never provided because he's a Muslim Kenyan communist. That's fantastic. So Obama is a communist who doesn't have a real birth certificate. Our government can't be trusted about anything they say ever because they've lied in the past. And Putin is the leader that America needs. Try to imagine what would happen if Reagan walked into the room right now. He'd be like, um, wait a minute, hold on the American people are getting behind Putin as a strong leader with Trump spurring them on against our existing president. Who's been fighting against Putin for eight years. Are you freaking kidding me? Putin is laughing his butt off right now. He's got Trump retweeting his stuff against the president of the United States about a hack he obviously ordered which Trump has made his followers think didn't happen. He could say anything right now. He could do a joint Trump-Putin message that says Russia should annex Canada and join up with the U.S. to counter the terrorism and communism of the EU who are trying to take away our freedoms because of immigration and gun rights. Sure, that adds up. Seems right to me. I knew Putin was a guy I could get behind. He reminds me of Reagan. Unbelievable. The truth is, no, Putin is not your friend. No, the U.S. government is not your enemy. It might be sometimes about certain things, but here's a phenomenal rule of thumb. When your entire government tells you that you've been owned by your single most powerful communist enemy in the world, which Reagan and all your other heroes spent a generation fighting against, you don't back that enemy against your own president and your own government because a reality TV star with Russian real estate ties told you they didn't do it. That's dumb. Does this mean you could trust the American government about everything? No. Does it mean Putin is the Antichrist? No. Does it give us absolute certainty about anything that we hear in the future? No. All this should do is remind you that there's a lot of information out there if you bother to consume it. Go read the history look at the players see where the incentives are putin's rts and isis's statements do not have equal worth or value to those of the pentagon or obama or paul ryan or anyone else you love or hate in american politics they are not the same they're not equally evil they're not equally american they're not equally on your side they're not equally looking out for your interests It's true that it's really hard to find truth when everyone has lied to us and when everyone is evil and self-serving in their own ways. And especially when you don't have hard evidence. But if you discard all narratives and all evidence, regardless of source, because you've been burned in the past, you're simply resigning to have no opinion whatsoever. You've opened your mind so much that everything falls out or closed it so much that nothing valuable can enter don't be like that. Don't be one of the masses who cannot evaluate many streams of data and determine which have the best signal. Not good signal, not great signal, but the best based on everything we know. That is a person who won't end up believing nothing. It's someone who will end up believing something spectacularly stupid. Something like Obama being more communist than Putin. So, absolutely keep your skepticism it's a valuable tool but don't sacrifice your common sense to it sometimes it's the best and only thing we have all right thanks for listening to a standalone edition of unsupervised learning and i'll see you next time